0: what's poppin', everybody welcome back to what girl and uh, her mother-in-law happy fucking thursday. thursday welcome back everybody hope you had a lovely week and i hope you're ready to hang out with us today
1: any big plans for the weekend me yeah more of them everybody anybody um, got good plans
0: well this is the weekend prior what are we doing this weekend Friday, I have a Justin Bieber concert. Nice. Saturday, we have Aaliyah is doing a um, musical, in school. for her high school. Yeah, so we're gonna go see Little Shop of Horrors. Little shop, Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> shop. I'm excited because I've never seen that in a, as a musical. I've only seen the movie.
1: Cute. Yeah. I mean, it's high school, and to be honest, like I know, like you were telling me how like there. They're aspiring, right? So it could be great, right? But Aaliyah told me, Ma, it's a hot mess. (laughs) So that makes it more entertaining. It's it's literally like the day before the first show. And she's like, Ma, it's it's terrible. I mean, yeah, it's a hot mess. So I'm hoping that they they run through everything today and it comes together. And I hope that we, Alyssa, Ever, and I are going on Saturday, which Mm -hmm. is the second day of the show. So let them iron out the wrinkles and let us get to enjoy a show. Yeah. If not, listen. It's it's okay. We're supporting Aaliyah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll hey, listen. I've seen some bad off Broadway shows. Really? Yeah. Oh, I remember the 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 dog, the space dog. <laughs> I'm
0: so sorry. Dog they probably ones. put so much work into it. It just wasn't my thing. It, it just wasn't your thing, but right? It's fine. Like if you go see a show, it's fine.
1: And we know, like, I, we've seen Little Shop of Horrors, so yeah. we could sing along with it, or right. just, like, we'll know what it, you know, where it's going, and
0: it should be fun. I haven't seen a high school musical in a long time. Is it
1: at the high school? Yes. Okay. I don't think I've seen a high school musical since I was in high school. Yeah. Like, that's how long. Yeah. I haven't oh, seen it in Lord a really Jesus. long time. It's it's going to awesome. be
0: entertaining. I'm excited. Freaking the other day, like, last week when we were recording... She's just like, yeah, Leah's like rehearsing for like the Little Shop of Horrors, whatever. I said, she's doing a musical and you didn't invite me? Were you not going to go?
1: No, I was definitely going to go.
0: <gasps> I can't believe you invite me to her little band things where she just plays the instrument, but you didn't invite me when she's Excuse playing the me. instrument in a musical.
1: Excuse me. <gasps> I Aaliyah. was like, I'm going, I'm yeah, going. Yeah. But Aaliyah invites you. She always sends out a group message like, the day hey, before. Fans. Well, that's well, that's the <laughs> other thing. This school this year, they're a hot mess, and you know, I just we just spoke way. For a long time before we started recording About how mm-hmm. aggravated I am Because like Ali has been going to school Like 7 o'clock in the morning Getting done at 8.30 But she's calling me at 7 saying they're done And it's just like annoying because It's like if the
0: show is not good yet Why are you not why are you just the insane? rehearsal And it's like because
1: Pitt they're great It's uh-huh. the actors it's the uh-huh. stage hands It's the lighting it's every other shit That's a hot mess mm. So I really hope they pull it together But the point is it's like um, I don't know what the point is <laughs> inviting oh, oh right because uh, they didn't even have like a date like the time and stuff really? set up like Aaliyah didn't know anything like I was like Aaliyah do we buy tickets how much are the tickets she's like ma I have no idea nothing's been mentioned so that's the only reason I didn't say anything to you because yeah. I didn't know any information Yeah. however I guess I could have said something but that's Aaliyah's responsibility <laughs> she wants you guys there she needs to send out a thing but yeah, and then she did Yeah,
0: I was like, "There's a musical. I'm going, and
1: hopefully, it'll be good.
0: Even if it's not, though, it will still be entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'll be a night
1: out, date night. Yeah, third
0: wheeling, date night. (laughs) Zane has uh, tennis stuff, and Zane probably would want to shoot himself if he had to go to a musical. (laughs) He doesn't even want to go to a real musical, let alone a high school one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He'll be sitting there with earbuds in, working on his phone. (laughs)
0: Like it's okay. He'll go to different things to support. He just would rather like, just not, not a musical. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he did go to the concert. Oh no, exactly. He didn't. No, he oh, did. Yeah, he, he had couldn't. tennis. He had but he would right. Yeah, and he always has g- gone to her things. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. shows support, which is beautiful. Yeah, but oh, I cannot wait. This year just needs fun. to end. It's been a rough year. I, yeah. I was joking around. I texted Aaliyah last night. I'm like, I need the school year. To, I need. I need summer vacation. The school year has been rough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my trauma. I'm like, yeah, it's rubbing off on me. I just, yeah, we. 11th need... is the hardest year. She'll have fun next year. <sighs> I listen. you mouth to, you know who's he is. Let it just be that way because Whoever. I can't. I just can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, I'm running out of patience with her.
0: <laughs> so that's what we're doing on Saturday. I think during the day I'm gonna, cause my sister is still here. So like, get together with like, uh, her boyfriend is here visiting. So I think we're gonna do like a little thing oh, nice. together. I'm not sure yet. And then um, Sunday we're doing Belmont Racetrack for, oh, for an early Father's Day, Day right. celebration.
1: Okay. I think I talked about this yeah, last episode. Yeah, that sorry really guys. Nice. No, but that's what we're talking about. Yeah, because I asked what everybody's doing. Yeah, and then my sister leaves Monday. And, and then, then announce, you're gonna watch
0: your I'm gonna watch my show and announce. Got to be good. Yeah. Hopefully people will like make stuff and like tag me in it. I can't wait to see like pictures of people recreating stuff. That's like
1: surreal so i could post my picture of your steak sandwich of my steak sandwich i want you to make the carbonara next okay
0: i think you'll like it cuz it's easy peasy
1: and it's delicious the not so the what the not so carbonara not
0: so carbonara it's not traditional carbonara right. not authentic it's not authentic but it's got a good it's
1: a twist on it yes which is the whole point it's a well, twist to me on add steak vegetables sandwiches to everything <laughs> um yeah no i'm excited and i definitely will i mean yeah. Right now, it's like who's here, who's not here. Right. And the be- potato
0: nachos, too, I would recommend. Those are my like, top three favorites.
1: Okay. Yeah. You hear that, everybody? Steak sandwich, potato nachos, and her carbonara, her not so carbonara, carbonara. So Those carbonara. are her three faves. So yeah. start with them first.
0: There's a little favorites section. They're on there. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Wait. That link that you <gasps> gave me that I had the preview will it still work if I go on it or no?
0: Uh, no, I have to give you a different link and you have to put in a password.
1: Oh, because right, oh. it's locked right now until okay. it goes live. I guess I could wait. (laughs) I guess. I can give it to you. (laughs) Anyways. That's it. That's That's all I got. We recorded yesterday. I'm empty. Yeah. We bullshitted for so long yesterday, so we're like not Uh, much. Except we went from ninety three to sixty eight yesterday. We went from ninety three on Monday to sixty eight on Tuesday. That was ridiculous. And
0: disgusting rain. I was supposed to go to like this really cool like boat party tonight. I got invited to and it got rescheduled for next week, but that's fine.
1: And it's nasty humid right now. Yeah. Like I went out this morning. It's gross. It's It's not very hot, but it's just gross right now. It's like a steam bath because it was so hot. Everyone's in a sauna. Yeah, it's exactly what it feels like out there. Gross. And that's about it, guys. We'll have more to
0: talk about next episode because we recorded two in a row. And whenever we do that, we just like
1: run ourselves out of shit to say. I know. We should plan ahead and be like, we we'll talk a little bit today and we'll tell the rest tomorrow. Yeah. But you once know, we start, it's just we're like just diarrhea. Not just like
0: <laughs> we could plan our episodes and be more. Professional. I mean, we could, but that's not like us. I like the spontaneity of our show.
1: Yeah. Me too. Yeah. They okay. do too. I hope so. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.
0: Well, anyways, we're going to um, jump into some miscellaneous advice
1: emails. Yes. And just get it going. Perfect. Ready, spaghetti? I'm gonna start because okay. this one's nice and short. Mm-hmm. Advice, please. Hello, beautiful ladies. I've written in before about my crazy mother, my crazy in-laws, where my mother-in-law tried to pay for me to get an abortion. Hopefully, you guys oh. remember.
0: I oh, this do is an update? remember.
1: No. Okay. It goes off to something else. Okay. Anyway, I'm back to say that they are still cut off, but some things have come up. My husband has an uncle, his dad's oldest brother, who he has never been allowed to get to know growing up. The only reasoning he was told was growing up that your uncle was a hippie and your grandfather was a Marine, so they did not get along, and that his uncle and his dad just never saw eye to eye. Recently, his wife has been coming up on my People You May Know on Facebook. As I've said, my husband is never allowed to see his uncle or get to know him, unless for funerals, but he always wonders now how his uncle was treated If his uncle was treated as harshly as my husband and I were, just because they chose to live differently than his parents. They do not speak to the uncle. The last I knew, they only saw him due to my husband's grandfather, his dad's dad, dying in 2014. Should we reach out? Could this be my husband's chance to finally get to know another part of his family that he wasn't allowed to? His uncle is about to be seventy-eight years old, seventy-eight years old, and I don't want him to regret not reaching out and getting to know him on his own terms and not the ones that his family had as a child. Had a child. I would love to get to know your thoughts and advice. I love you both.
0: Love you. Uh,
1: love you. Go for it. Hell yeah.
0: Why not? Yeah.
1: I mean, if he was ostracized or black sheeped from the family, and as were you, I mean, your husband and you, then sure. He probably
0: was just too cool for everyone. Yeah, he was a hippie.
1: Dad was a strict Marine, you know? Like, yeah, I would definitely reach out to him. Yeah, fucking, I would tell your husband, I would reach out. I would accept that wife, his wife, on Facebook and be like, hi, da 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 -da," Mm -hmm. and definitely try to start that. I mean, does your husband know? Mm -hmm. Like, I I think he'd be thrilled. Like, why not? And like you said, with the regret, why not? Mm Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be
0: 78. He probably has
1: so much to talk about. Yes. And if he's not dealing with the family either, then, you know, that's like a, that's a great bonding thing, you know? Yeah. Go for it. Go for it.
0: I would do it for sure. Aw, yay. Okay. What's poppin', ladies? I've been a listener for pretty much two years now, and this is my first time writing in, so let's get into it. For some background information, I've been with my boyfriend for four years. We had our first baby together last year. I'm a stay-at-home mom, and we're currently living with my mom to save money. I also just started back at college full-time. I have caught him cheating in the past before I was pregnant, and we broke up completely. I moved out of our apartment and in with my mom because that was the beginning of COVID. We stayed in touch, and I'd end up spending the night with him, and eventually we got back together. He ended up moving in with me and my mom after our apartment lease ended so we could save for our first home. I ended up getting pregnant at the end of 2020 and had our first baby June of 2021. We both love our baby girl more than anything and he is truly the best dad for her. But on a recent vacation, I ended up going through his phone. This was the first time I'd gone through his phone. And honestly, after, and honestly, everything looked perfect until I scrolled to the last page. He had downloaded Grindr. Yes, the app primarily for gay men to hook up. I made the mistake of looking through all the messages on there. I'll spare you the details, but he was sending nudes and asking people to host. What does that mean?
1: Um,
0: Like get together, I guess? I, I guess. I'm of course pissed, but I wait to everything... Bring everything up until our baby is down for a nap the next day. I tell him I've looked through his phone and I'm not ready to discuss what I've found, but that we have issues. He started to freak out and cry. Said he just downloaded it this week and it's nothing. He just used it to get off. That that's he, That he had already deleted it last night. I told him I didn't care. He still cheated again. Last time he cheated, I packed up and left while he was in the shower. And this time I clearly can't do that. I'm still a stay-at-home mom and rely on him for literally everything financial. He's agreed to go to therapy and go through his own journey of what's going on for him, and even couples therapy with me. Unfortunately, this whole thing has made me hate him, lol. We still have a baby, so no matter what, I'd like to stay civil. Here's where I need advice. He wants to stay together and still get married, and I don't. So should I give couples therapy a go and try to fix things? If I leave, should I wait till I get another job or leave immediately? Any advice on co-parenting? Sorry if this is long and confusing, but I try my best. I've attached pictures of my little family and our fur baby too.
1: Oh, this is so hard. Oh, this is really hard. I feel bad. I'm sorry that this happened to you. This is hard because you wonder if he has um gay tendencies or if he's bisexual or whatever it may be. If he's not living his true authentic self, how can he marry and live a life with you? You know, like he definitely needs to come to his own terms. I I don't know like he downloaded grinder just to get off like he's he obviously has some other interests mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and if that's the case come clean with it talk to you about it if you're accepting of it and can work through couples therapy then so be that but if i mean you literally said you hate him for this like that that's i don't know if there's any coming back from this you know like i don't know I don't you've got to go with how you feel but if you're saying the word hate that's pretty strong and I mean you could just hate that this happened again you can hate that this did it that he did this to you but you actually hate him you know if you hate somebody I don't think there's any coming back from that you know I think you're I, I think this is like a major ouch and he definitely needs to, he himself needs to go to therapy. You, if you want to try to make this marriage work, which in my, well, relationship, not even married yet. I don't think you even want to bother. Like, I think you're just fed up and disgusted. And if that's the case, then I wouldn't even bother going to therapy. You know, if you want to try to salvage the relationship, then yes, but he also needs to get himself right first. Like he needs to own who he really is. And, know what he wants to do in life, you know? And then um, then work on the relationship with you. Um, co-parenting, listen, it happens. It happens all the time, it'll be manageable, it'll be something that you guys can manage if that's the way it goes. And as far as like leaving, waiting until you get a job, uh-uh, because that's just, that's gonna make you feel worse. You're gonna stay with somebody who you hate just for financial reasons. I mean, you're living in your mother's house, I'm sure your mother will understand. You know, okay, that's all I gotta say. Now let's hear from Melissa. Miss Miss. She always says everything so much better. <laughs> I actually don't know what to say though. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I have to agree with
0: Jerry. Uh, I think that this is something for you to answer at the end of the day. What I can do is give my personal opinion. I'm I I'm sitting here trying to put myself in your shoes. I, especially because of the history of cheating and then doing this again while you have a child together, I personally don't think that I would be able to move past this um, because it's not only him cheating, it's also him hiding a big chunk of him, of himself and who he is from you. And to me, your partner should know every little crease about you. Mm -hmm. And I think that um, he's not being his true authentic self around you and... To me, I just don't know if that's something that I could move past. And especially you said his reaction was to kind of like freak out and start crying to you. This is a very big emotional thing for him. I don't think it's just like, oh, I was just like testing right. things out. It was just a phase. No. Um, I think that he, like Jerry said, has a lot of things that he needs to work through on his own. And maybe he could be bisexual and maybe he could be gay. Um, but he needs to figure it out. Because he has a child with you. And
1: not take you along for the ride.
0: Right. And not saying that he doesn't really like have to label himself per se, but he needs to figure out why he downloaded that app and why he was on it.
1: And share it with his partner. And share
0: it with his partner. Is he interested in men? Is it something that he wants to explore? You know, like it needs to be dived in deeper. I know you said you hate him. I don't know if you mean that. I think maybe you're just very angry at the whole situation. But you are asking us, should I give couples therapy a go? If that wasn't an option for you, you wouldn't be bringing it up and asking us if you should go. So I think that that's an option for you. And I think that maybe that would actually bring you a lot of clarity with sitting with a therapist and being like asking him the hard hitting questions and really diving deep. And I think a therapist can ask him a lot of questions that would help him reveal himself in a way. Mm Um, so I personally think that couples therapy would be a go even if you still hate him and don't want to stay with him I think that it should bl- bring a lot of clarity to the situation because you have
1: a child together you're so smart so <laughs> no you really are because you are going to have to co-parent so you want right. to know who you're co-parenting with and you how child. you're going to address things as your child grows they need to know who their dad is as well so Alyssa you're right on like regardless if you stay or not I, I agree with you like Definitely couple therapy.
0: I would. Yeah, you're right. Even if you don't want to stay with him.
1: See, you're right. I said, don't do it, girl. Why would you want to do it? You hate him. And you're like, no, no. He's the dad of your kid. And that's so right. Like, I I just looked at it through a selfish thing. Like, I wouldn't give him the time to say, I'm not going to go do that. Mm. But, yeah, you have a baby together. You're You're right. right.
0: You can't just throw him away and never see
1: him again. Right yeah you do you have 18 years that you're gonna have to be co-parenting with this man right so being able to know who he is Mm -hmm. truly Mm -hmm. you know and Mm -hmm. i feel bad for people for people like him who are in a situation where they feel like maybe like i don't know his situation i'm just saying especially with pride month being now like i feel like so many people can't express who they really are like yeah he's probably ashamed yeah so it's like yeah and maybe you guys will wind up being best friends or maybe it'll wind up working out like once you go to that therapy but i think Alyssa's right damn it she's so smart guys i'm just (laughs) alone for the ride
0: well in your defense i had time while you were answering to sit and ponder and think (laughs) you know um i think and as much as i would be so angry because obviously he's cheating he's sending nudes and he's doing i don't know what that means he's asking to host i'm not really sure what that means whatever he's doing jerry's googling (laughs) whatever he's doing what was i going with this um oh i was just gonna say like yes you have a right to be angry but also i would approach it in a way so that he feels comfortable enough to be open and honest with you like listen if you're gay if you're bisexual there's nothing to be embarrassed about that's totally fine but i'm angry that you're holding it for me And what I want is you to be open and honest because we have a child together. I don't, listen, to be quite frank, I don't want to waste each other's time. So if you want to go experiment with men, let me know. Like, don't hide it from me because it is a normal thing. A lot of people get married, have kids, and then they're like, oh, I've been hiding myself. I'm actually gay. Like, that happens more than you think. Mm -hmm. So try to approach it in that way, almost. Which, again, you don't really owe him that because he cheated on you multiple times. But almost try to approach it in a way that makes him feel comfortable. And, like, you're not alone. Like, if you're gay, it's okay. If you're bisexual, it's okay. But, like, I'm your partner. We have a child together. And you owe me the right to be, like, honest with me. Right. So I need you to open up to me. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge you. Like, but I'm going to judge that you cheated on me. Right. But I don't care whether it's with a man or a woman. But, like, let me know. Like, I need to know. Right. We have a kid.
1: Absolutely. And hosting means exactly what we thought it meant. Like...
0: Getting together in person?
1: Yeah. Like, will you host? So if he's asking people to host, that means he wants to go over their house and have some sort of encounter.
0: Okay. Yes, that brings a lot of clarity. I think he needs to experiment. Mm -hmm. You said you hate him anyway, so go to therapy maybe once. or I think you only need like one or two sessions, I'll be honest with you. Sit with a therapist, hash things out for like two sessions. He's going to come to terms that he wants to experiment with men, and then he's going to go do that. And I think that's where the road is going to lead you. But I think that you need some clarity on that. Yeah. Which is so, oh, it sucks. That's
1: hard. That was a hard one. I feel really bad. Yeah, me too. You know. feel really bad. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that, I think it sounds like you're strong and you know your worth. And I think that you'll be fine.
1: I think you're like I want to co-parent. I hate him. I want to. Yeah, yeah, she sounds like she's gonna be like she's, independent, strong. Like exactly, sh- right? You're gonna hold it together for your daughter. Yes. Um. And yeah, everything. Ditto everything Alyssa said. You know, like just really getting he. You need. You have the right to know who he is because you're raising a daughter with him. You're gonna be co-parenting, so you have a right to know mm-hmm. who he is and what his lifestyle is gonna be because your daughter's going to be exposed to that. So you want to be able to teach your daughter and, you know, yeah. Mm. Therapy, definitely. Yeah, he needs to find himself. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a tough one.
0: I know, because she has a little family. That sucks. I wish you the best. Yes. Listen, you said you hate him, so you're not going to be, like, super upset about it. Maybe it could be a good thing if he does end up Having a male partner, your daughter will grow up in like a uh, open minded, loving home. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, Hopefully. you think about it. Yeah, yeah. So maybe some good could come out mm-hmm. of it. You know, she'll be like, "I have a mommy and daddy, and I have two daddies." Mm-hmm. You never know. But tiptoe, tiptoe around this. Take it slow. Say things calmly. Make him feel comfortable and open because I think that's the only way you're gonna get anything out of him because obviously he's hiding and he's obviously embarrassed and he's emotional i and mean he he's cried em- he's so emotional. he's emotional and that reaction just goes to show that it it's a lot it's weighing very heavy mm-hmm. on him also he got caught right
1: <laughs> so that's also right. you know oh good luck yeah please give us an update let us know how you're doing
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's a tough one okay advice please friend breakup Hi, ladies. My name is Twinkle Fairy. I've been watching Alyssa since the renovation. What? Her name is Twinkle Fairy. That's her alias that she came up with. Twinkle Fairy. Okay. Okay. I've been watching Alyssa since the renovation vlogs and been listening to the podcast since it first started. Just want to say I appreciate the hard work that goes into the vlogs and the podcast. I don't think you all, I don't think you all have missed a podcast like ever. Impressive. We actually haven't. Through all my surgeries, downtime, vacations, like we have never. Make it work. Anyways, I'm emailing because I'm in need of advice um, on me and my best friend. My ex-best friend, sorry. I've had the same group since seventh grade, and I'll be 24 in July. There is me and three other girls. Now only two. My one friend G has always been that friend who we all love but sometimes drove us crazy. She was late to everything, never reliable, always making bad decisions, and pretty selfish at times. My other friends and I always knew this and accepted it for a while because we loved her and accepted her flaws. She was always there for me, was always my wingman, and the person I knew was down for anything. Plus, we had a lot in common compared to me and my other friends. She was like a sister to me. Then came September 2020, my son's second birthday party. Mind you, I had just thrown her birthday party for her 22nd at my apartment back in May. And then for my birthday in July, she didn't call, drop off a gift or anything. We had COVID, so we couldn't do anything. My other friends dropped off a gift and said happy birthday over social media, at least. Anyway, September 2020, I had been preparing for my friend. I've been preparing my friends for his second birthday party for months. My other two friends requested the day off of work. G decided to go to Cali on vacay the last minute the weekend before, and so she was unable to take off the day of his birthday. She didn't tell me until the day of and asked if she can come after 7 p.m. On the invite, it says it ended at 3. Plus, he goes to bed at like 7 anyway. He was 2 So I obviously was upset, since she is his godmother, and I always went above and beyond to be there for her. It was just another moment of her selfishness and being irresponsible. This may seem extreme, but there are plenty of other moments that added up to this. After this day, my other two friends and I have come to the conclusion to disassociate with her. She didn't reach out for a couple of weeks, and didn't even notice that we had chosen to disassociate Um. It wasn't until one of our friends messaged her and told her that she was no longer wanted to be, that she no longer wanted to be friends and kind of spoke for all of us by saying we were done with the bullshit. She never reached out to me. We were the closest in the group and I finally reached out to her about six months later asking to talk. I explained what, I explained my side and why I was hurt and she explained why she never reached out and why she was hurt. I understood her side and she didn't seem to care about mine. I apologized and asked if we can work through it. She pretty much said maybe in the future, but not now, which this hurt because I went out of my way to reach out and have an adult conversation. I always looked at her as my friend soulmate soulmate, and was the one I related to most and almost felt like a sister to. After this, I felt like maybe it truly was always one sided. Every now and then I'll reach out usually after a few drinks, and just say I miss her and I wish we could talk, ask if she's doing okay, blah, blah, blah. But she never reads the messages and has never responded. We both don't follow each other anymore and I'm truly proud of her for being successful for what she's doing and she just got married and so did I. I wanted to be able to celebrate with her and be close like we used to. I just don't know if I should let this friendship go or should I keep reaching out? Please let me know what you guys think. Friend breakups are truly the worst than actual relationship breakups. True. That's so sad. To me, the answer is kind of easy. I don't think yeah. she deserves you.
0: Yeah. This is like a one-sided friendship. Like you did go and above and beyond and Again and again, again and again and again, and it wasn't appreciated, and it wasn't reciprocated. And I've seen like a, a lot of people saying, you know, on a there's like a trend on TikTok. It's like didn't text my best friend, you know, just to see if they would message me. It's been seven months. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so the fact that you said like you distanced yourself and she didn't even not notice six months,
1: like six months, and the only reason was because somebody else reached out, like. Yeah.
0: She's, like, tapped out of this friendship for I don't know what reason. Maybe there's history that we don't know about. I don't know. But she said that – um, what did she say? Uh, she can reach out, but not now. Or we can have a conversation. We could work through it, but not now. And it's like, since she's over this relationship, mm-hmm. you didn't go to each other's weddings – I think you need to mourn the fact that it's over. You don't follow each other anymore.
1: Mourn. It sounds like it's difficult
0: because it's kind of just like you don't know why.
1: Yeah. Like
0: nothing specific really happened, which is like a sucky feeling because it's like, ugh, it just didn't work. Like there were just multiple, like you said, there was multiple things that you didn't even tell us. Like there's a lot that added into this. Um, It just sounds like you've outgrown the friendship and it's not for you anymore and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And one day you're going to be like, oh. Mm-hmm. this is good for me mm-hmm. this
1: makes sense and you'll be at peace yeah i think you'll be fine i think mourning it's a good word i was taught it yesterday yes <laughs> to mourn the relation like that friendship mourning, yeah. like yeah. you had it it was great even though it wasn't because from the b- very first line yeah, was like oh, she was like uh flaky oh, oh, right not reliable like self selfish and making bad decisions exactly but she was still there and from seventh grade to 24 is a long time right so it's like but again mourn it like it was there you had it but it's over now and mourn it cry over it be upset about it and then accept it you're gonna feel so much better you're
0: going to be like, "Oh, I have a friend that's not late to everything. I
1: have a friend that I can rely
0: on. I have a friend that's making good decisions. I it's, have a friend that's a little bit more selfless,
1: reaching out to me, yeah. checking up on me, coming to my son's yes. birthday party." You're yes. yeah, you, you have to be open, around somebody good. Open the door of opportunity for good people to now come into your life, you know. Mourn her, get over it, and then I say just move past it. And listen, if the day comes where she's sitting alone because she chased everybody else out of her life also, she may come a knocking. This is true. And then when she comes, if she comes a knocking, then you make the decision whether you're welcon- welcoming her back in because she's already she's you know what I mean? She burnt them that bridge. And I after wouldn't. she after she burns enough bridges, she might be like, "Damn, I really miss my friends."
0: And then she'll be like, "Oh, am I the problem?" Right. And then she'll realize how she's been a shitty friend to everyone. Right. Because you said it used to be a group of you and a bunch of girls. And now it was only only like you two. two. Right. Yeah. So it's like, mm, she doesn't sound like a good person to have in your life. And trust me, new people will come in and you'll be just fine. And you'll be like, oh, this is a better friendship. This yep. is how it should be.
1: Right. And then you're going to be like, wow, damn. She cares about me. Yeah, she's putting me first. Or, yeah, yeah, like I'm a priority in her life. Like I love that. That's kind of nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm not just doing for her all the time.
0: She put my son's birthday in her calendar and is there on time. Wow.
1: She like, wow. Which is like That's so what I'm like. Saying. It's gonna be really nice. Yeah. Allow yourself that. Yeah.
0: You'll you'll start to find yourself like uh, excited about the bare minimum because you got so shit. So like just a friend showing up to like your birthday party, <laughs> you're, and you're gonna be like, like, oh my god. god! And they're like, what? You invited me to your birthday party. <laughs> but yes. Yes.
1: Or somebody that just texts you first. Yeah. Oh, my God. You to go chest him down. Like, literally. She's like, I've been texting and texting and checking up and da 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 She doesn't even read or respond. Ugh. Ew. You have better things to do with your life. She sucks. Yeah. She does. Good luck. Good luck.
0: <laughs> okay. Is it time? Oh, this has an update. <gasps> really? So we have email and update. Okay, go ahead. You got both All of them, right. girlfriend. <laughs> Come I'm on, gonna fr- sit back and, and eat. Enjoy, enjoy and, your coffee. And drop. enjoy my coffee. Okay. <laughs> is it time for us to break up? Hey, listen, Jerry. So I'll read the first email, we'll give our advice and then I'll read the update. Okay. <laughs> sounds sounds great. Hey listen, Jerry. I hope that both of you are having a beautiful day. Thank you. This may be long, so sorry to whoever is reading. It's not. People always say that when it's the shorter the ones. The shortest ones, yeah. yep. <laughs> to give you some backstory on my relationship, we started dating February of 2021. The relationship was going good, or so I thought. July of 2021, we started renting a house together. Four days later, I see that he had been cheating on me from March till July. Damn, you started dating in February, you started cheating in March? Ah. Uh. Damn. Full-on cheating. Sending nudes to each other, leaving at night to go have sex with her. <gasps> We talked about it, and I believed he wouldn't do it again. Two months later, I catch him sending and asking nudes from five other women. Says it won't happen again. Three months later, he's asking for nudes from another three to four women. I've been getting more and more insecure lately that he is or will cheat on me again. I don't think it's fair to him and that he can't be on his phone without me thinking that he's cheating, but I also don't think it's fair to have to sit here and be insecure every day. Every time I try to tell him that I think it's time we go our separate ways, he starts freaking out, yelling, screaming, punching things, and gives me the, you're really going to give this up after a year? Is being insecure about our relationship a bad reason to break up with him, or am I a terrible person for this? Do I just need to get over it and work on my insecurities? Love you, and
1: thank you for being so honest. You want me to be honest? I would have been out. when i signed that lease in in july and realized that he had been cheating on you from march to july so literally february march april may june july you're together six months and five of those months he was cheating on you and then you talked you took him back he's cheating again four days later he's cheating again a month later he's cheating. girl, so much, no, 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 listen. and then you're saying you're being insecure about your relationship. you have every right to be insecure about you your are, relationship. You're, you're with gaslighting a man. yourself. you're with a man <laughs> who's done nothing but cheat on you yeah. the entire time, yeah, and he freaks out, gets mad, and punches things. oh God, come on, what a weenie. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now I don't know you but you
0: deserve better (laughs) well here we go oh okay here's a quick little update I broke up with him yes yes I was sick of the thought of him sending nudes to other women at one point just eating up at me the thought of him on and making him think oh the thought of leading him on and making him think that I'm happy being with him made me sick to my stomach it's been one day since I broke up with him and I'm happy and I can't wait to live on my own he says he had three girls in his messages five hours after breaking up. I just hope he doesn't end up breaking someone else's heart. Okay, love you. Bye. Girl. Girl he needs to go to therapy because let me tell you something. I'm not a therapist, but I think he has a sex addiction. Sorry, that's you, what it sounds okay, like. Okay, but May. if you're
1: if you have a sex addiction, don't get into a relationship.
0: Precisely. You can't have your cake and eat it too.
1: Although, obviously, he's trying to. And then trying to fucking turn around and tell you, like, oh, my God, are you kidding me? Freaking out? Punching shit? I'm so glad that you were smart enough to leave that relationship. I would block him so quickly. And then he's going to turn around and go, oh, within five hours, I had uh, three girls. Ew, 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 ew. and ew. That
0: sounds like the guys that, like, hit on a girl and be like, okay, like, whatever. And then they, like, reject him. And they're like, well, you're fucking ugly anyway. Right. Right. I was like,
1: oh, shut up. That's you got that. rejected.
0: And you're like, well, I had three girls in my DMs anyway already,
1: five hours after we broke up. Right. So, no. Trash. Throw them in the garbage. Fall in Delete everything. De- <laughs> Just delete it all. Delete it all. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> you definitely got our honest. We're both like, Ugh. <laughs> Ew, I'm so sorry that
0: you took him back after multiple times of this happening. I wish you wrote in to us after the first time or the second time. And the fact that he did it days later, he's nutso. He Definitely has an nutso. addiction. Like he needs to keep sleeping with other women. He needs to go therapy, but that's not your problem anymore. So let him suffer, I guess.
1: <laughs> Ew. You really have to do yourself a uh, 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 justice of just making sure you clear him from every everything I feel like that's that's, easy I'd be disgusted it seems like she is disgusted now and yeah. I really do hope but the fact that she said he already you know it's only one day and he already blocked her Whatever. I mean uh, got more women just, just don't even entertain him anymore don't let him take any more of your precious time and
0: I hope that you use protection if not please go get tested oh, oh my god you poor thing because you don't know what he's doing out there with all those women just be safe Definitely go get tested. Honestly, even if you did use protection your whole relationship, I would still go get
1: tested. Me too, actually. Wow. Okay. Some questions for the two of you. Hi, beautiful people. Hope everything is well with you both. And if they're not, then I'm sending you so much love from afar. Aw. My questions are to both of you. Jerry, I hear you say how close you are to your children. And Alyssa posted a picture saying that her parents are her best friends. Oh. I have an eight-year-old son who is wise beyond his years. My husband and I are raising him to be the most open-minded, open-minded, gentle-natured ma- human being since he was born. Trust me, it's in his personality and the entire world sees it. We constantly get praise for how well-mannered and communic- communicative he is. We were very young parents. I had him at 18. So it often shocks people how wonderful he is which is weird to me, but that's a story for another time. I was raised the exact opposite of my son. My homes were filled with constant abuse and neglect from as early as I can remember. I stand alone outside of my ham- my family for a good reason. While my husband lived a fairly happy, loving home with a lot of family at his backbone. Even though my husband and I had entirely different upbringings, we had one goal in, goal in mind. Raising our son to be the best way, raising our son the best way we could, regardless of the circumstances. And I don't mean to toot my own horn, but we did, and we are. And that's something I'm very proud of. We base our home life and relationship to our son with lots of open, needed conversations and child appropriate answers. And I think that my son is wonderful as he is because of our communication. Anyway, I have a few questions for you too. Alyssa, in a recent post of a picture with your parents, you called them your best friends. Did you recently, as an adult, reach that relationship with them, or has your relationship generally been that strong relationship? Uh, What are some ways your upbringing influenced your connection with them? Are there things that they did or didn't do that helped you keep that bond? Jerry, it's no secret that you have a deep connection with your children and even with Alyssa. Would you mind sharing your answer to the question that I asked Alyssa? Are there any things that you wish you did differently or are you still trying to work on to better your relationship to them? I hope, I, I hope to keep the sincere relationship to my son. I know he's still very young, but I feel like I can learn so much from you guys. Please be an in-depth Please be as in depth as possible with your answers. Maybe I just like to hear you talk. <laughs> anyway, I'm forever wishing you well. Aww. I've attached pictures of myself, my husband, our son, and our dogs. Hope you all have beautiful days ahead of you. Aww. We're looking at your photos, and they're very cute. Aww. You're gorgeous, beautiful,
0: and I love this. Oh for my you.
1: god! Look at the chihuahua. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: chihuahua, the tea Oh house. no,
1: I'm, I'm I'm like too ahead of that. <laughs> she, he has her bent over. <laughs> no, that's it. not a
0: Chihuahua. I'm talking about the last picture.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, oh, with her son. Yeah. Oh my
0: god. Okay. I love how like she got like so specific and deep. Let's dive in.
1: Okay. This is a
0: good one because you've been like, you know, the last episode with Aaliyah and stuff. (sighs) Okay. Maybe not a good time to ask me, okay? (laughs) (laughs) We'll take it one question at a time. Um, Did I recently as an adult reach that relationship with my parents or has the relationship generally been that strong relationship? Um, Okay. I've always had a good relationship with my parents. That's for sure. Um, I think when I was around the 15 to 17, 18 mark, I was just a teenage bitch and just like arguing over everything with them. More so my mom. Um, but I think to get to that like best friend level, it just took me becoming an adult. And I think the older you get, the more you realize like, wow, my parents are awesome versus like when you're a teenager you're like fuck my parents they're annoying annoying. yeah see i'm annoying to
1: Aaliyah right now
0: (laughs) right she's 17 Uh, that's stage yeah so um i think honestly just as i got older and as you get older you become an adult yourself so you realize you know you realize things about your parents and like the sacrifices, start, the sacrifices and the commitments. I think I'm the, sorry. Mo- that's let me OK. That no, that's OK. And like, um, you know, the things that they've gone through and you start to understand things and dots connect and, you know, everything like that. You just as you become older, you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, my parents are dope. Mm-hmm. And then you start to like realize like the little interests that they have. And I don't know. I just as an adult, you just become way more aware of things mm-hmm. versus like I care about my friends and school and my parents suck you know and i think um yeah i think just getting older i'm like damn my parents are my best friends like i'm an adult they're an adult we enjoy hanging out together you know like we could go out for a cocktail like we can go on vacations together like i don't know it just becomes like a different versus them like you know hovering over you being a parent it becomes like especially because i'm moved out now which is so good for our relationship in my opinion i think me and my mom could never live together again i love you mom but i think we would butt heads in so many different ways um But I think as you take a step back, I was on a good path and now I cut myself off and I forgot. Um, I just think it becomes more, that's what I'm trying to say. It becomes less of like, I'm the parent, I control you, you know, like whatever. Now it's like, oh, we're like friends. Like I'm on my own, I'm independent. And and now when we hang out, it's like, we're, it's a choose to. Yes. It's like a friendship Mm -hmm. thing versus like they're telling me what to do. X, Y, and Z right. being more of a parental figure. And of course, they're my parents always, but as you get older, it just becomes more like, oh, mm-hmm. let's be friends mm-hmm. versus, um, you know, like telling me what to do, X, Y, and Z, like that. Right. Okay, so you can answer that question.
1: Okay, so from a mama's point of view, I think exactly what you're doing is what leads up to that great relationship. Mm-hmm. And Listen, I've been through it with Zane, Amani, and now I'm going through it with Aaliyah. And Alyssa just confirmed she was it too. There is a certain age, a couple of years where it's gonna be tough. And A, it's normal, right? Because you want your kids to be independent. You want your kids to think on your own, to think on their own. You want your kids to push themselves. And when they're doing that, it seems like they're just defying everything that you want for them and they're pushing buttons and they're trying your patience and everything else but it's also them growing up they're in an awkward stage of like hey I'm a kid now I'm an adult and they're trying to find themselves so while going through it is tough I understand that it's a normal process Um, I think my kids and I will have a relationship like Alyssa and her parents now and I think it's all because of the foundation Mm -hmm. I think as a mom, if you're there for your kids and you listen to what your kids have to say, I I say that often. I think it's so important for moms, dads, I think it's so important to listen to what your kids have to say rather than just, like, hush them or quiet them or rush through a conversation. Like, sitting down and really communicating with your kid, getting on your hands and knees, playing with them, that you're building, like, a trust and a foundation that they're always going to come back to. Like, after that stage that Lee is going through right now, <laughs> she's gonna come back, and she's and then we'll be the best friends. Right now, she sees me as that annoying mom. She has her friends, she has school, she has her boyfriend. She she doesn't have time for me, and but she also uh, uses you when she needs you. Of course, so you also, which is a shitty feeling. So you also <laughs> need to have the
0: balance of like, yes, you can rely on mom, but also you need to learn how to be on your own as well. Listen,
1: Alyssa. Yeah. I'm just know. adding that point. I'm just adding that I'm point. Trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. It's hard for me to be tough on my kids, but they need it, and right. she needs it, and I will. Yeah. But I think, um, I think really by starting young, like you're, you're, you already have a great connection with him. You already get all the compliment com- compliments about like he's a he's a great, he's well mannered, he's he's very communicative. Mm-hmm. Like those things are so key and so important. And I think you already have a great foundation, and I think you're on a great path. Mm -hmm. Just remember that there's gonna be some times where they get little Mm attitude-ish and there's gonna be times when they're like 15, 16, 17 like right now that they go through this ass stage where they're just little asses Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but they come back around. Yeah. You know, don't give up on them. Don't like just throw them to a curb because they're not agreeing with every single thing you have to say. Mm -hmm. Love them regardless. That unconditional love. Like I told Aaliyah yesterday, I got home, I gave her this whole like spiel and then i started it and ended it with i want you to know i love you mm-hmm. and everything i'm saying or everything i said after i said it i said everything mm-hmm. i just said comes from a place of love yeah you know and as long as your child knows that even through the tough times you're coming from a place of love
0: mm-hmm.
1: they're going to grow up and you're going to have a re- wonderful relationship with them mm-hmm. you know
0: i also think um I always say this, but strict parents create sneaky children. And not that my parents were very strict on me, but a little bit. Like, they weren't super harsh. Like, I couldn't go hang out with my friends and sleep over my friends' houses and stuff like that. Um, But it was like, I don't know, like, when I had my first kiss, like, my mom took my phone away. So, like, what is that going to make me want to do? Mm-hmm. going to make me want to do it again. Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, I was super young. I was in, like, middle school, and, like, she found out, took my phone away, whatever. I'll never forget it. Um, But they were a little more strict on me and it made me want to go try a sip of alcohol or, yeah, like, do things I'm not supposed to. So I think it's great that you're raising the kid to be, the kid, sorry, your kid, to be like, um, you know, like, come to mom, like, if you're going to try something, let me know. You know, like, things like that. Whereas I think my parents were a little more strict and it made me want to go, Mm -hmm. you know, try things. Um,
1: But I think being although lenient with your kids with that being said i was always very with my kids like if you're gonna do this let me know Mm. i want you to be safe Mm. i want you know if you're when you're ready to have sex i'll buy you your first condoms like i'll you know Mm. i'll put you on birth control whatever it may be Mm. it's like but i think those things like saying it gives them the comfort of knowing that i'm there for them yeah but they're not necessarily going to come to me and Tell me, you know, but knowing that I'm there to listen without the judgment. Mom's not going to freak out. Right, right. So I think letting them know. I don't think they'll actually come and say, hey, mom, I'm about to have have sex. sex. But I think you letting them know that it's normal. You know it's going to be happening. It's a normal process. It's a normal stage, right, in life that you're going to want to do this. Mm -hmm. Just be smart about it. Prepare them for it. I'm here for you. No judgment. I tell Aaliyah all the time. I'm like, If you want to be put on birth control, like, I don't know, you know, like, you let me know. (laughs) You know, you let me know because it's important to let her, to have my daughter know that I'm there. And Aaliyah always says, like, she has a big fear, and I understand because I had this with my mother, of letting me down. I never wanted to let my mother down. And I see that with Aaliyah. Aaliyah's is always concerned with, I, I don't want to let you down, mom. Mm. That's not. You're not going to let me down. I have mm-hmm. no expectations. Mm-hmm. I just want you to be happy and I yeah. want you to be safe, you know, and know that I'm always there for you, you yeah. know? So it's like, so I think there's like that line, like you want to be a little like, hey, and at the same time, you also want to be like caring, yeah. you know? So there's, there's got to be you like, you want to teach them wrong from right, uh, right. Yeah. And and let them know that you're there regardless. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I think that's another thing too with my dad and I. Um I think as I get older, we can have more like deeper conversations and like actually talk about things versus like when I was a kid, you know, we weren't we didn't have that like best friend relationship. But now that we're older, we can actually like talk about real life shit and like sometimes debate about things, you know, like Mm -hmm. and actually have those conversations. So I think that brings us closer to the fact that I feel like, oh, I'm sitting with my dad and he's actually listening to me talk instead of, like you said, like shoo shooing a kid, you know, like now I feel like we can have a real life conversation. And that brings us closer for sure.
1: Yeah, I do. I see it all too often. It actually makes me sad. I went with Ever the other day. We did get interrupted by Aaliyah who needed to be picked up. <laughs> <laughs> but we attempted to go out for dinner and we were sitting there and the lady behind us had a child, I would say probably two, and the child was a little fussy and the mother was with her friend. So it was a mother, her friend, and her two-year-old child. Or it could have been a sister. Who knows? Mm-hmm. She puts the kid, right, because the kid originally is sitting on the chair. Then she gets up. She goes and gets a high chair. She puts the kid in the high chair. And I promise you, I told her I said I'm about to get up and say something. She turns the high chair facing the other way. Like, and he's just whining. I mean, thank God it wasn't a loud, annoying kind of, like, screaming. And don't come at me, people, because I had a kid that was loud, annoying, and crying, and screaming. And then you know what you do? You pick up your kid, and you walk out the restaurant. But thank God he wasn't. And he was just a little whiny. Mm -hmm. But pay attention to your kid. Mm -hmm. You know? Like, tell your friend or your sister or whoever it was, just give me a second. Let me console my child. Right. You know? And I feel like so many people get caught up that they ignore the child. And it's like, wait, you chose to have a baby. Take the time, you know? And, and my biggest thing always was get down and play with your kid. You know, like, get on your hands and knees. See the, the life through their innocence and stuff like that. It's so beautiful. Ugh, I can't wait to have a grandbaby. Oh, God. <laughs> it's just so beautiful to actually, like, see the world through their eyes. Like, really invest in spending that quality time with them because I am now mama to a 24, 21, and 17 year olds. You know, it's like it goes, like, literally so fast. And, and all those other times, the coffee with your girlfriends, the hanging out, you'll have the rest of your life to do that.
0: But well, you can still balance it while you have absolutely. your
1: child. Uh, no! Absolutely, make time you for can. yourself too. No, no, no! Absolutely, uh, you can. <laughs> but just like I'm saying with the restaurant yesterday, the lady could have said, "Just give me a second, take care of yeah. her kid," and then turn around and continue her conversation. And she just yeah. kept ignoring that child. Yeah. And I was like, "I want to get up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to go pick up that child myself and just like hug him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he needs he needs his mama, and she's ignoring him." But just child first, especially when they're that young. You know, mm-hmm. as they get older, like Aaliyah fine (laughs) but you know i think it's just a balance yeah
0: i um i'll never forget because growing up like you know i don't know i guess in adult conversations when a kid says something it gets ignored right So i'll never forget like one of the first times as i got older and i like said something in a conversation around like say a few family members and they like actually responded to me
1: Really? I was like, oh
0: my god, yeah. Like
1: your voice was heard. Finally. Yeah, I
0: was like, oh, I'm older now. Like I can participate in conversations, and I'm not gonna get just like ignored. Shushed, yeah, yeah. Not even just shush. Just like nobody responds. Right. So it's like I'll never, I'll never forget. I don't remember where I was, but I remember there was a moment where I was like, oh my god, I can say things now, and like people want to have a conversation with me.
1: Wow. I really like, remember that moment. So, so that's yeah. key. Like you know, have that open conversation. Listen to them. These kids, I mean, these, I learn from my kids every damn day, Mm -hmm. you know, but I think that's it. What are
0: some ways that your upbringing influenced your connection to them?
1: Okay, so you all know that I grew up in a single parent household and my mother always two, three jobs just to, you know, hold it down. At 13, I had to go get a job right away and like help if I wanted something. I had to get it myself kind of thing. And I think growing up like that made me want to be there more for my kids. My mom was a great mom. I mean, obviously, she did what she had to do. But the way I was brought up, I think, made me want to change that for my kids. Because the one thing I do wish is I had more time with my mom you know and I lost her early she was only 43 so I wish I had more time with my mom so I think that's why I'm so key on like the like I want to connect
0: while I'm here
1: exactly and like yes it could be an inconvenience and I know you say the balance and yes there has to be balance also but I really do put my kids first I mean at, at the drop of a dime if any of my kids call for anything I'm always there and I will always be there and um I think uh, being raised the way I was raised, watching my mother work her ass off and still doing the best for us really gave me, A, a good work ethic, but also that love and that desire to really hold that family tight. Like, it was just her, my brother, and I, and it was important to her, you know? Like, even though she had to work so much, and even though I wish she didn't have to work so much, she always made us a priority, Like, she always gave us the best of everything, even when things were hard. She always tried the best. She always, like, it was always quality time. It wasn't a lot of time, but it was quality, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think that's why I was able to, thankfully, I mean, the way life has, what life has given me, you know, I was able to stay home, or even when I worked, I was able to, most of the places, take them with me, or really carve out quality, quality time. And I think that's... That's another key thing, mm. quality time with them.
0: I don't know how to answer this question for me. What are some ways your upbringing influenced your connection to them? You know what I mean? Like you have a whole other generation of children. Yeah. <laughs> like your upgr- upbringing influenced your – with your
1: kids. Um. Well, you could A, use it just like the way you were brought up by your parents. What is that connection with your parents? Or you could mm. do it in a way of like – the way you grew up with your parents your upbringing how is that going to influence the way you raise your kids you know that's a good one so you could do it like a future like with your kids what have you learned that you're gonna do Mm -hmm.
0: i i love my parents with all my heart i think they i would say they raised me pretty good i would argue i I turned out out a great person i I think they did an amazing job it turns out all right um I think that I do take good and bad from them, though. And again, it doesn't make them bad people, but there are certain things where I'm like, oh, okay, like, I'm not gonna do that with my children. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things is just like hearing your child out. Like, my dad and I have had some issues with like family problems where I just feel like I wasn't being heard mm-hmm. and I feel like my feelings were being pushed aside. Um, and we've worked through them. Mm-hmm. Let me just say, he—I love my dad. He's amazing. Um, but sometimes Everybody he's a little bit too—he's a little bit too forgiving, and sometimes he gets stepped all over, and he doesn't have boundaries, and he's a little too nice, and he doesn't realize he's getting used, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I have to set those boundaries and break that generation relatable,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. As Zane does for me, right? So it,
0: it's relatable, but yeah. yes, okay. So um, I think just. You know, it took us a while to get to the point where where we are and being like, hey, are you hearing me? Like I'm speaking to you like it shouldn't be going one ear out the other. Mm-hmm. You know, like listen to what I'm saying, like listen, you know, just listen to me. Right. Um. So that was something that we went through for a while. And so I think with my kids, like, you know, I'm always going to like acknowledge their feelings and their emotions. And if I think they're being a little dramatic, I'll say it in an honest way. and I'll be like, listen, you're going to be OK, <laughs> you know, but I think if they come to me with anything i really want them to feel like they're being heard so i think that's a big one um also on a smaller scale my dad is just very cheap that's just how he is and that is something that i used to take to heart whereas like if he got me lunch or something he automatically would look at the receipt and complain about how much it was and it made me feel like i wasn't worth it but he's just cheap that's who he is Mm -hmm. so i started to you know as i got older not take it personally because it doesn't matter who he's with, he'll complain about the bill, (laughs) you know, like, he's just like, that's how he is with money. And it has nothing to do with me personally. Um, But I think that I am taking that as an example of like, even if, you know, knock on wood, if I'm struggling one day, I won't make it known to my children that, you know, I wouldn't complain about a price tag or anything, because I don't want them to feel that way. If like, even if we're going to McDonald's, You know, I won't complain about how much it is because my dad did that to me and it made me feel like I wasn't worth, I'll never forget it. He complained about getting me and my mom an acai bowl. $16 or whatever much it was, It's $14 for an acai bowl. I was like, really? Like, I'd buy you an acai bowl for $14? Mm -hmm. You know? So, like, I just would never, like, get a bill at a restaurant and, like, make it, like, my kids aren't worth it. Or if I'm getting them
1: something I would never make them feel like. So, it's It's not not like being having no money or something like that, because you know, I always do that. But you're talking about like specifically calling out a certain thing and making it.
0: Just, oh, just that's just how my dad's always been, just always complaining about the price of things if he's getting something for me. And it made me feel
1: like. No, because I always complain that I don't have money, but I hope I'm not damaging my kids, but I don't, I'm not necessarily doing it. I've never seen it from you.
0: I always compl- complain about how poor no, I am. No, but I've never seen it in a way that would damage your children. Okay. Because I'm okay. very sensitive to it because of my dad. Okay. Um, I actually see quite opposite with you. It's actually a big reason why I realized it because I started dating Zane, and you would like hawk jewelry. I, we've talked about this, I think, yeah. actually on the podcast. Like, Jerry would like literally hawk jewelry just to get money to like, uh, you know, buy something for her kids. And like, my dad would never, <laughs> you know, my dad makes good money. And I was like, oh, you know, like mm-hmm. he would be like, no, it's too expensive. So, I just think okay. I would say you're opposite in my okay. opinion. But I probably
1: cuz I have nothing.
0: I I mean, people have nothing want to give the most. So, that's something else. Um I don't want to out my parents. No. You know what I mean cuz I don't want to make them look like bad people, but like there is some negative traits that like I'm not going to take to my my kids. But that doesn't make them bad people. Like everybody's got negative traits. Like yeah. my kids are going to learn negative traits from me, right. you know? Right. So I don't I
1: don't know. I don't want to sit here and like label like list a whole list. No, I mean, completely understandable. I if I can go off of what you're saying, like everything that you were just saying about um learning to be heard and stuff like that. I've learned from my kids. And that's another thing that I think is really important is as you grow, as your kids grow, they're gonna teach you some things. I have learned so much from my kids. I mean, I can go upstairs, try to have a conversation with Aaliyah, be like X, Y, Z, and she could turn around and ABC and I'll be like, wow. You know, don't take that just because you're the parent that you're right. Because Mm -hmm. I've learned more often than not, especially like later in life, like even in this podcast, we go back and forth and I say to you all the time, wow, I didn't even think of that. Wow, Mm -hmm. you're so smart. Like you guys teach me every day, all of my kids, you including, I mean, you are my kid, but you including like I learn from you guys every day. And I think that's really important as a parent to admit that, A, you're wrong. And grow from it. Like, I literally learn from them. And I take the good from them. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, you also take the bad. So mm-hmm. it's like if if Zane has a bad habit or trait or something like that, it's like I, I, I learn from it, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, but I also learn from all of his great traits and all of yeah. his, the way he speaks, the way yeah. he handles situations, the calm yeah. down, you know. Like, I've learned so much from them so i think it's equally important like you're saying you're learning from your parents i think it's equally important that our parents that we learn from our kids Mm -hmm. and take it be grateful that you can you know and take it as a lesson Mm -hmm. and 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 be okay with it Mm -hmm. don't try to always be like the ruler like you're in control you're this like they're humans too Mm -hmm. and A lot more wiser than I, I have to say. Uh (laughs) I mean, to be completely honest, I mean, even Aaliyah, the way she talks to me sometimes, it's like, I didn't even think of that. Uh You know, and it's Uh like, okay, thanks.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's just like open-mindedness in connection with like other humans in general, like taking the negative, taking the positive. Like I've had like, you know, like even friends, you know, you're like, oh, okay, okay. Love them, but, like, don't want to be, don't want to have that character trait, you know? Right. So, like, just take the good and bad from everybody in your life. Um, I also will add on one thing. I think honesty, too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be so honest with my kids. I think that's a big thing. Um, I think I struggled with my mom for a little bit with that. Like, on stupid shit, like, my Nintendo DS, I was looking for it, pulling apart my closet for months. She sold it. But she never told me. Mm. And, like, to me, that, like, broke my trust a little bit with her, you know? Or, like, she got rid of my dog, <laughs> you know? Like, I just feel like I I just want to be honest, more honest with my kids, you know? I agree. Little things like that. That I'm just, yeah. like, I, that I'll never forget. Like, when did I have a Nintendo DS? When I was
1: nine, you know? Wow, yeah. So... I also think there has to be I don't want to say a balance because of course you should always be truthful, but I think there's um a limited amount of what you can say because I feel like I overindulge sometimes. Like too honest. Yeah. Mm. And I think that sometimes could um cause a little riff, you know? Okay. Like So I think it's like you have to age appropriateness, maybe that's what I wanna say. Like just For sure. You know. Yeah yeah anyways yeah
0: um
1: man you got you made us get deep man
0: (laughs) i know i think we kind of answered this last one are there things that they did or didn't do that helped keep the bond yeah i think we basically kind of went into all that um are there any things that you wish you did differently or are still trying to work on to better your relationship with them
1: Still communication, which Mm -hmm. I think communication until the day you die should be something that you constantly evolve with and grow and learn from. I think being having open communication is key to every relationship, and I know we've said it a gajillion times, and we'll say it a gajillion more. You have to be able to communicate. The good, the bad, the ugly. I mean, sure, be sensitive how you say things, and obviously age-appropriate, but I don't think um, hiding shit or denying shit is healthy in any way so definitely be communicative. you know communication
0: Mm-hmm. agree agree okay well thank you guys for listening we love you we love you so much uh if you want to send an email like we read today send it to our email it's agamilpodcast at gmail.com that's a-g-a-h-m-i-l podcast at gmail.com you can also just go to our instagram hit the contact button and email us straight from there and send anything sex relationship mother-in-law advice friendship breakups whatever you want we want it all scam calls your love story send it in um thank you guys for listening we hope you have a lovely weekend and we will chat with you all on monday and sunday for our subscription fan fans fam link down below (laughs) okay love you bye